How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Would you like to do the intro? No, God, I'm just excited. Uh, welcome excited. to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jamie Filer, and I am joined today by Matthew Park and Alvin Brown in what is going to prove to be the most thought-provoking, eye-opening, soul-defining series we have Ooh. brought to the TRM Podcast. So far, ooh, 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 sizzling over here. I feel episode it. One. Yeah. Episode one, new series all about mindset specifically. Mm. Matthew, why are we even doing this? What brought this on? That is a wonderful question, Jamie, uh, or fantastic filer, should I say, to get this call going. Mm. Is you know, we look at Mr. Alvin Brown, PMT, we look at Filer Fitness and that bulletproof mindset you've got over there, Filer, as well. And we look at our clients in TRM that are going and building their businesses. They are putting in systems and market, all that good stuff into their businesses. And we're noticing more and more the barriers they're hitting as they grow financially, in their life, business-wise, a whole nine yards. And we thought, you know, this would be good to bring in the three of us, bring in Alvin, bring in you, Jamie, and of course, myself. We can dive deeper into these specific areas to overcome and grow your business. Hence why we're here today. It'll be a three to four, maybe five part series. We're going to have only for mindset for our TRM. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to incorporate techniques and tools to help our clients and those listening to elevate their businesses. Mindset wise. Mm. Yeah. I love, I love it. it. I love it. I was actually earlier this morning from nine to 10, I was on a role playing call. Uh, for overcoming client objections with four of my, my friends. And one of the things that was said to me at the end of the call was, gosh, Jamie, you're just so smooth. You just have this air of confidence that like you could sell me anything. And that's not my sales skills. I, cause I'm not a salesperson. You guys know me. I'm service first impact, pretty shy in real life. But the reason that I'm tying this back is that your clients want to see you as bulletproof. They want you to be smooth because if you're not calm, cool, and collected, how can they be? And I think it's just such, I think the mindset is more of an essential skill than sales in general, which is again, why we want you to become bulletproof. Cause it's just, again, it's the biggest compliment in the world. When someone says, Jamie, it seems like you've been doing this forever. I haven't, I've been doing this since January, 2019. That's it. Right. So I want to quickly jump in here and I want to point something out that I just noticed. I sit back and I listen and I read between the lines of what people say and not what they're saying, because there's two ways we communicate on a surface structure and a deep structure. So here's what I this is what I picked up from the fire filer. This is what I picked up. This is what I picked up. The person asks you, how can you seem so smooth? How can you seem so perfect in the way you're doing this? And, and you just said something that you didn't say, but you said it. I was on a role-playing call before at 9 to 10 a.m. How many people go on a role-playing call 
And how often do you do this, Jamie? How often do you do this role-playing call? It's uh, bi-weekly. Once, okay. Well, yeah. okay. So if anyone's out there wondering, how does someone, you know, when I used to watch football, when I watch football, and I see someone drag their toe on the line, like how would they, how did they know to catch that ball and drag, make sure both toes are on the line? They just, just at the end, I didn't realize that. I thought it was just a gift. No, they practice that. How they just drag that toe. They have someone throw them the ball right at the line and they dragged it. So there's an away. This is how Jamie got good at this. So again, we can't get great mastery at something without that bi-weekly practice, weekly, mm -hmm. whatever it is you want to do, do something about it. And the last one is you were saying that you're usually shy and all that, but I would say the consistency of this behavior is what makes you Again, get over the shyness because it's a great quote. You know, everybody knows me. They know I love quotes. It says, courage is not the absence of fear. Jamie's still thinking about the call and all that. But it's the realization that something's more important than the, fail, mm -hmm. the fear. So Jamie realized that me giving service to people is so much more important than my fear that it covers over the fear that she may have if she let it roll. So... Anyways, I want to give her her flowers and Matthew, you're awesome too. So there you go. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Ahmed. Little details, little details. So, so let's dive in. The first topic of uh, the episode series is overcoming mental resistance. Overcoming at every new level, there's a new devil in our fitness business, right? Where many fitness coaches hit roadblocks is when they grow, they hit a ceiling. And often that is just a perceived ceiling. It's not an actual roadblock. Um, it's in their mind. So the question is, gents, how does a fitness coach overcome resistance? Alvin? Okay. All right. I'll dive right in. Here's, I've got one. I've wrote, I wrote down a few things just in, in, in lieu of this call. The number one thing though is this, stay in your lane. Stay securely feet planted in your lane. If you know your lane and you stay in it, there's no way I can, first of all, I can be a critique of you, honestly, and have it jar you because you're in your lane. How can I critique that your name is Matthew Park? Mm -hmm. Yeah, my name is Matthew Park. I can't critique that. Oh, but you spelled Park with a the wrong P. No, no, it's still part. So what I'm getting at is stay in your lane. So that's a good, a great way to get over that whole imposter thing is to, and then new levels and new devils. See, if I go up to a new level, I'm going to stay in my lane consistently. And if I stay there, no matter what level you throw me at, say I started in the, let's use a corporate, I started in the mailroom. And, but this is what I'm really great at. I'm great at, I'm great at people. And you throw me in the executive role. I'm still going to be great at people because that's what I do. I don't let anything change that. So stay firmly in your lane. And we just got off of a call, a group call in TRM where we talked about this idea of the re only reason why you are feeling judged is because you have been judging yourself. You, have, you are one of the biggest critics. So you think you're going to get critiqued the way you do it. So, But if I stay in my lane, I will not have to worry about the minute I start to go into Jamie's lane. So I'm looking at Jamie and she's, she's doing great in the LBGTQ. And I thought, you know what? Oh, I really like what she's doing. I'm going to jump in her lane. Maybe I can just be, a, be in her lane and take some of, cause I like what she's doing. 
and I get crushed. I get crushed because that's not in my lane. So stay in your lane and I think everything will be good. You know, so, but first figure that out. What is your lane? I like that. Matthew? Remove the phrase I know and replace it with how can I grow? Mm -hmm. So this goes back to ego. So if we can let go of the ego and remove, I always, by always saying, oh, I know that. Oh, I, I know that. Or I know that too. And replace it. Well, how can I get better? Where can I ask better questions to overcome the resistance? Because you're hitting it for a reason. And we all hit them. All three of us are hitting, you know, walls in certain areas of our businesses. And the question, the change of question and the removal of ego will allow us to actually go. Jimmy mentioned on the call this morning to say about the mud part, like being basically being in the in the challenge, you know, actually being in that process for a period of time. That's exactly where you're going to learn, right? In overcoming it is being within it. So we're never going to avoid it. You can choose to avoid it, but you're not really overcoming it. You can choose to step in it and remove the ego of like saying, I know how to overcome this. Maybe you don't. Maybe you need to ask Jamie for some tips or ask Alvin for areas to put tips over here. Or maybe we ask Isaac for tips, whoever it might be, or somebody outside of our circle. And mm -hmm. then we start to learn and listen to what we're being shared or you know, communicate to us and from there move forward or through it or within it to actually overcome it. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Um, Jamie, what do you think? Yeah. So when I, when I hear resistance, it's similar to when a client comes to us and they say, uh, I want to lose 20 pounds. No, of course you do. So does literally everyone else. What do you want, right? What's on the other side of the 20 pounds for you? So when, when we hear a fitness coach saying, or, or we identify that a fitness coach has a resistance, what's on the other side of that, that you're scared of getting to, right? It's very uncomfortable to deal with emotional eating, binge eating, uh, getting to where you want to be and still not being sexy enough for your partner to have sex with the lights on. So a fitness coach has a mental resistance not to tracking their metrics or reaching out to new leads or hiring a VA and spending money. There's a resistance to the success or failure on the other side of that thing. So unless you identify what the heck you're scared of and why that resistance exists, you're never going to bust through it because it's not, the metrics aren't the problem. The 20 pounds isn't the problem. Your relationship with food is the problem. Your relationship to money is the problem. Your confidence is why you won't get in front of the camera to make a story. It's not that you're not generating new leads. It's that you don't have the confidence to go on Instagram. Yes. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ooh. And, okay. and I want to I want to quickly jump in and comment on both of what you said. Matthew, you said, you know, in a nutshell, knowledge and this is something I, I picked up. Knowledge creates a blind spot. So the minute you think you are, you know it. Take take a person. Jamie's, the people closest to her think they know her from 10 years ago. Oh, I know her. You don't know her. That was her then. She was pretending to be whoever she was then. But this is actually real her. So the people who know you stop looking at who you can become. So him as knowledge. The the minute a professional tells me they know something, I'm I'm 
Uh, if they stop being curious and stop learning, I'm done with them. I'm I'm done with them now. They already know. One thing I know is knowledge. It just keeps going and going. You you know, the more you know, the more you you become more ignorant. You're like, I don't know, you know. So, um, knowledge becomes a blind spot. And that Jamie mentioned about it's not about the macros and not about the calories. It's so true. The only the the one time when someone meets resistance. So every, everyone listening out there, insert your resistance here. Right. I'll leave a blank spot. Insert your resistance, money, growth, business, whatever it is, relationship. And the minute you get to that resistance, remember that something behind it is something that means a lot to you. We never hit resistance doing a mundane things, doing things that don't mean anything to us. But the minute Stephen Pressfield has his book out called uh, The War, The Art of War. And he talks about that. The minute I, the writer... He, he, here's a great example. He said Hitler actually wanted to, he studied at this art school of Vienna, but he got turned down. So he said he'd rather start World War II than do his artwork. See, so a lot of times when we get to the thing we love the most, that means a lot to us, or that will hurt us, we will meet resistance. So that weight loss, what if you lost the weight and people started to give you attention, the wrong attention? that you may want because behind the weight gain is a way of hiding. No one will notice you then. What if climbing up that ladder opens you up to more criticism, right? Cause at every new level, you know, recently I was just looking at, I mentioned this before the rock and Oprah got together to do a fundraising for Maui. They raised $10 million. Now at surface, that sounds like a great thing. However, they got ripped a new one because they didn't give the money. You're coming to us, poor people, and asking for the money. Why didn't you? Can you not do it? How do you know they didn't do anything other than raising this money? They don't. But you see, so it made me realize that if you want to elevate to that next level, there's going to be challenges. Mm. And if you can't take it, just be careful what you ask for. You might get it. Ah, so, I love that. Yeah. Love that. Um, I want to piggyback on what you guys said about knowledge, because one area in terms of mental resistance I hear with even some of our TRM clients is the phrase, I feel like, I just, I feel like I'm not getting in as many leads this month. I feel like there are a lot more people quitting. I feel like starting the Facebook group is a waste of time. And I think that's mental resistance. I think that's a barrier because then my question is, well, have you been keeping track of how many people filled out your intake form and told you that they came to you from XYZ source? Well, no. Then how do you know that 99% of your leads aren't from your Facebook group? Have you been tr keeping track of how many clients quit this month? No, I just, I try to give up. Okay, great. So then how do you know that your backend retention is bad? You can't, your resistance, I feel like, look at a long enough time horizon. Right. I can say, I feel like I've not lost any weight. Okay. But if I look at my weight today compared to three years ago, I've lost 15 pounds. That's quite a bit. But without perspective, you are creating your own resistance. So ignore what you feel and start looking at the facts. And chances are you will end up proving your feelings wrong. Amen. Matthew, you want to take that one first? Toss your ball. I was, 
pretty good actually you know i was mm -hmm. pretty dialed um resistance when we look at growth and look at you know, for example let's say one of our coaches come into our trm they're at 10k a month they want to go to 30k a month right it's a very common phrase we, we hear either 10 or 20k a month and it all sounds great in the first month the first couple of weeks then as Amy mentioned things aren't like tracked or measured or alvin talked about certain things as well too and I, what I sense is, is when they grow, they aren't actually preparing themselves properly to actually withstand the things that are going to come. So yeah. hence being consistent, right? Mastering the fundamentals. Of course, one thing you always talk about Alvin and TRM is mastering the fundamentals. But Jamie, one thing that you're very, very good at is always doing the basics over and over. Very, very, very good. And I mean, mastering time like a ninja, uh, better than I think everybody, even in public in TRM. Um, so, but it goes into doing the, th the few things very, very well. So resistance, actually, if we look at when you want to double your income or you want to get back 10 hours of your time, or you want to have your first vacation and it's the first time doing these things for you, there has to be a means of bravery and courage going back to your PMT principles, Alvin, uh, of going into again, your question of what are you scared of, right? Identifying those things as you go through them, because I think the, a lot of the coaches, they just think of tactical things, but they forget about everything else they're going to hit on the way through. Yeah. And then they back away, they quit, they move to the shiny idea over in left field. So it really comes into follow through, through the good and the struggle and the bad, and keep following through, through time, month after month. And eventually, you know what, Jamie, it's been four and a half years later, you're doing a mid six figure or probably even higher than that, Jamie business going from 1000 a month, right? Yeah. Alvin, very similar thing with your clinics, you know, they are seven figures. So, but that wasn't like that years ago. So, mm -hmm. but you followed through resistance. You followed through, you had good, you had challenge, you had bad, but you kept going through those motions. I think that's where if coaches can go through it and have someone like TRM in their corner or PMT or Jamie in their corner, like us or others, and they keep listening and learning and applying, they're going to win. It's only a matter of time to win. Winning is, going to, is inevitable at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. and, and I would jump in and say, the, again, I'm going to quote, hey, hate me. I'm going to nauseate with quotes, but people lie, numbers don't. I heard that one. I was like, whoa, okay. Because sometimes, you know, if we put the lights on a certain way, turn a certain way in the mirror, you know, I'm going to look too bad, actually. I don't look too bad in this outfit. If I wear it big enough, it covers me enough. But however, you jump on a scale like, oh, damn, where did that 10 come from, right? So people or in your finances. The two worst times I talk about going, two worst times we face. One, going to the bank to get a loan. And you, they, got, they ask you for your three years of finance and going to the doctors when they say, oh, your triglycerides, your weight. So numbers don't lie. People do. We lie to ourselves. That's one. And I'll say business, Jamie, you know, when we start TRM, the first module, Jamie will talk about the idea that everything's like we use up most fuel on the takeoff, right, of anything. That's Matthew and Jamie foundational. Most fuel are used up on the take. When somebody starts a new goal, man, it's a lot to learn because there's a lot of nervous system learning. There's a lot of habitual changes. There's a lot of fuel being used up. But here's the thing. When you're when you get to altitude and and the, the, the coasting zone, guess what you need? You need metrics. You need a dashboard because you're in the clouds at that point. 
There's nowhere there, you need direction. You need a, a, something to guide you. And that's metrics. So in business, most of the fuel is used up in the beginning. So two, three years, you may not even be cutting it. You may be still paying your employees and you're not getting paid. Whatever it is, you're using up a lot of fuel on the takeoff. However, when you get to Jamie and, and our level where you're at that, you need you need metrics. You need metrics or you're going to hit something. Yeah. You're going to hit something and you don't see it coming. So metrics are, are crucial that we and that's how we get through resistance. We get unemotional when we add metrics and business is unemotional. Yeah. You can't feel. I feel like I should expand. I feel like I should get this new equipment. I feel like I should hire this person. I feel, feel, feel. No, we we measure and we go, is it the right time? Is the metric saying, can I afford this? With the numbers and the this and the that projected forecasting, all of that. So, yeah, 100 percent. I want to tell a little story, if I can, to bring everything together. And it ties back into the first piece of advice that you guys gave, which was stay in your lane. And it combines with doing the basics is one of the easiest ways to overcome mental resistance. I was having a conversation with Lauren yesterday, Alvin. She's super stoked for your mindset call. Awesome. And uh, one of the areas of her resistance was starting conversations on Instagram and Facebook. And it's been in her homework, in her to-do list consistently. I'm copy and pasting it every two weeks because she's just not doing it. And I said, Lauren, do you think I start new conversations with people every day? Do you think that's something that I've forgotten about? Do you think that's on my to-do list? And she's like, I don't know, probably not. And I said, huh. Then I opened for her the lead tracker that my VA fills out every single week with how many conversations she starts every week, which then leads to how many calls she pitches, which leads into how many calls I book and subsequently close. And I said, Lauren, the only difference between what you're doing and what I'm doing is that I've outsourced the conversation starting. I am exactly you and I are doing the same thing, but I'm at a level where I have someone that can do it for me, but the basics are still there. So I gave her a glimpse. All this is to say, I gave her a glimpse into my lane saying you and I are the same, right? But with my level comes the devil of now I have to look at someone else's metrics and said, Hey, you started 50 conversations less this week. What's going on? And that's my devil, right? Now I have to manage a team. And I said, but you cannot forget what got you there because all you have to do is more of it. Mm. Mm. Oof. Yeah. That was yeah. good, Jamie. Good, Alvin. And, wow. And I just wanted to say, jumping on Jamie's again, I get so much uh, value from these conversations with both of you. But, you know, Jamie, what she's saying also, I think, and tell me if I if I got this right. What Jamie has re resistance about, so someone out there, Jamie's resistance is that that initial, but she has now a, a person who sets up, who sets her up, the setup player. And then she dives into what she's great at, which is the conversation and the closing, which are, you know, if you're not open, you don't have to close. So she doesn't, she doesn't have to work on a oh, cheesy closing. Just be, she's just being herself. But she's got someone to set up that part that she doesn't really enjoy a lot of. But now she they put her in a sweet spot. Okay, give me the ball. I got this. I'm I'm a three pointer. I got it. I'm beyond on the three point line. Just throw it out to me. Set up. Like I like it. Hundred percent. I like it. 
All right, guys, let's close this out. Any last pearls of wisdom regarding overcoming mental resistance? I'm going to go there. I'll go there first. Be curious and vulnerable. Because when you're curious, you will talk less, listen more, mm -hmm. and then the knowledge gets in there. Right? I'm, again, if somebody looks at my resume, my, my, you'll see a lot of things on there, like things I've studied, but none of them were to brag. There are, there are to, I am curious and I'm 30 years in to my profession and I am still as curious today. I hired Matthew Park and the crew at TRM to mentor me. I have done this thing, personal development and studied courses and, but I realize I have a blind spot. So I'm going to be humble myself and I'm going to go somewhere where look at Jamie and look at Matthew. They're studying what I what I dropped the ball on. They're still doing. So they're keeping me sharp. I have to be sharp to be around them. So it, it wakes up my skills and keeps me going. So be curious and be vulnerable enough to let your ego down and go where you're celebrated, go where you're going to be pushed, and, and don't be the biggest dog in your pound. I love that. I'm really pretty much nailed with Alvin's uh, thoughts there, Jamie, but I would just share one last note about Alvin's angle of staying your lane, because this is actually one that Jamie, you actually nailed up pretty early in your business uh, with TRM and mm -hmm. seeing you kind of really oh. nail your, your niche or your niche if you're in Canada or the United States and how well it's expand your business so fast with you and Katie, it's been phenomenal. So mm -hmm. which goes back to the ideal client. Now, is it about this call is about mindset? Heck yeah. But it also is a, I believe a mindset of don't let your shiny idea object syndrome go into place and having other aspects of your business come in too fast because that can be the barrier holding you back to the next level where if you just stick to your coaching business, get Jamie to keep coaching you on A, B, C, D, F, F, and G and keep rinse and repeating Get Alvin to work with your mindset coaching to work on A, B, C, F, G. So you got these two powerhouses and in TRM behind you, um, and keep doing that and following the path. And that's where, when you hit the wall, it will overcome. Was it almost like a uh, self-directed uh, promo for you two or what? <laughs> love it. Love it. But, 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 but you know, I'm, come on. I'm, you'll be sick of me. But here's what I want to say to that. I just heard something that Matthew said. You know, when he says, come back, I, you know, come back and use the three some people go through the 12 steps we had before. Now it's 24, I believe, right? We've doubled up. We've had more value. Some people go through it once and think, oh, you know what? That's it. But, you know, they notice that they struggle after they leave. But I'm going to say do it so often, do it so consistent that you can't get it wrong anymore. I've got my steps in place. My systems are there. My sales is there. My this, my that. My metrics are in place. All these do it so well that it's like, yeah. I'm done. Check the box. You're a ninja. So anyways, um, great stuff. Fantastic. Fantastic strategy. Awesome psychology, guys. Thank you so much for your time again. This is just the beginning of the series, guys. So if we blew your mind, uh, the best is yet to come. Amen. All right. Well, if you liked what you heard, please make sure you subscribe, 
rate and share the trainer revenue multiplier podcast. Uh, before we log off, where can we find you, Alvin and Matthew? Alvin, All right, I'll go. Uh, so you can find me at personalmasterytraining.coach online on the web and on social it's personal mastery training and all the socials it's that and also in trm amazing and matthew we are at trainer revenue multiplier we are champ yeah we're the tag team (laughs) amazing don't forget guys looking forward to seeing you on the next episode thanks team thanks alvin awesome job Thank you for listening to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier show. If you love today's episode, head on over to Trainer Revenue Multiplier on the iTunes and Spotify and subscribe to the show today. Take a screenshot with your phone of this episode and share on your social media and let us know any questions you may have, things you enjoyed about the show or things you want to see more of coming down the pipeline and tag us at Trainer Revenue Multiplier on your social media. And if you are looking for more real money-making, business-building things to help you grow to the next level in your business, have your more income and have you working smarter and harder in your business, then head on over to trmshow.com to book your free 30-minute business building call today. We look forward to hearing from you, serving you, and of course, delivering more impact for your business. Have a great day. Take care. Let's keep growing.